Chapter 1, Kumongo Oasis, Episodes 1 through 36. Like the start of any good story, our heroes meet in a tavern. This tavern happens to be in the Kumongo Oasis. Arden, just a man looking for companions, tries to talk to Alton, a tiefling on the run. When their conversation almost comes to blows, they attract the attention of a small band of friends, consisting of Rainer, the human demon slayer, and two young ladies that he rescued while traveling through the desert. Asar, a traveling fire genasi, and Mossy, tabaxi liberationist pirate. As these ruffians continue to goad each other on, a lumbering tortle ambles into the tavern and over to the bar. Looking confused and distraught, he asks for a drink that is far too strong for his taste, attracting the attention of the rest of the jeering patrons. He introduces himself as Sheru and explains that he lost his journals in the temple and can't find them anywhere around the Oasis Tavern. After getting acquainted for a while, Rainer excuses himself to visit a local friend named Tondoth Sheol. Asar and Alton invite themselves along, and Rainer obliges. When they get to Tondoth's home, his grandchildren meet them and explain that their grandfather is very sick and their mother is missing. Without anyone to take care of them, they haven't had anything to eat in days. They mention that they found a pack in the temple and took it home in hopes that it would have food in it, but it was just full of writing supplies. Rainer gives the kids a few days' rations and sets off to find the city apothecary. The apothecary recognizes the illness, but the cure is too expensive for the wilderness-dwelling demon hunter to afford. They come to a deal that if Rainer can bring her the blood and venom of a giant scorpion, she will trade them for the remedy. Rainer returns to the tavern to explain to Mossy the situation and ask the other three tavern patrons for their help. Promising Sheru that he can get his journals back, and Alton that he can find him work, Arden just wants to tag along because he insists that he has found the best friends he will ever have. Sure enough, the Desert Ranger finds a giant scorpion. It's a close fight with near death, but the companions are able to take out the beast, obtain the medicine, care for Tondoth, and retrieve Sheru's journals from the children. But Mossy is getting restless. She went ashore with a band of pirates to start an uprising in the slave camps of the Zumaji Mine. But she and her crew members were all captured and scattered. She knows that she can't finish the mission without them, but there is a contact waiting for them. At the very least, she has to get word to him that the mission needs to be delayed until they can bring in more reinforcements. They leave the oasis with the next available caravan as hired guards. When they get to the Zumaji Mine, they learn that Mossy's contact, Tristan, has been captured and is being held for questioning. When they find him, he's more dead than alive, quite literally as he is being beaten to death again and again until he talks. The companions free him and find safe passage out of the city for all of them. All the while, Tondoth's missing daughter, Vatha, is gnawing at the back of Rainer's mind. They sweep the desert, all the way from the Zumaji Mine to Kumongo Oasis, and are accosted by all sorts of horrible creatures that they have never seen or heard of before. Creatures that are somehow monstrous and humanoid at the same time, like gnolls and goblins, and worst of all, a barguest, a large, shape-shifting creature 
with an insatiable hunger who claims to have devoured Vatha Sheon. Another close fight later, the Barguest is dead, but Raynor has lost a close friend and can't shake the sick feeling inside. He returns to Tondoth with the devastating news and gives him everything he earned as a caravan guard and all the loot from their fights to help him take care of the children from now on. Before Raynor leaves in shame, a woman that he has never seen before introduces herself as Vatha. She explains that her soul is traveling from body to body, but she can't do it for much longer. She came back to say goodbye to her father and her children. She tells Raynor that he failed her this time and warns him not to be late the next time she calls.